0: Hi, this is Mark Graben from Kinexis. and I'm very excited that we're doing a preview today of a webinar that we're hosting on February 8th titled, How to Use A3 Thinking in Everyday Life. And our presenter for the webinar is joining us today. She is Jess Orr. Thanks for being with us, Jess.
1: Well, thank you, Mark. It's really my pleasure. Um, I'm a big fan of the ChiNexus uh, webinars. I think I've listened to every one of them, so I'm very excited to not only be on the Chi Nexus, um webinar, but to also be sharing with you something I'm very passionate about. And um, that really comes from my background. So I'm a continuous improvement practitioner. I'm the founder of Yokoten Learning. And I spent um, about five years at Toyota, and I learned something called Toyota business practices, which is also known as the A3 method for problem solving. So, in this webinar, I've got two objectives for for the audience. And the first one is I really want to show that A3s are not this complicated tool. Um, they're not that intimidating. They're a tool that's accessible and usable by everyone. And I'm going to kind of break it down into very simple steps so everyone can understand how to use this tool. And the other thing that I also wanna share is how applicable I found the A3s to be in my personal life. So I've used A3s um, in industry for a long period of time with with great success. And I thought, why not try it on a problem that I'm having in my personal life? And um, you'll have to stay tuned for the webinar to see how that turned out. But I'm very excited to share with with the audience um, really the power of A3 thinking.
0: Well, we're really excited that you're going to be able to share that with us and the audience. You know, A3s can be uh, intimidating for, for people. And I, I know your webinar is really going to, I think, help people focus on um, some of the key mindsets um, of, of A3s. And so the, the webinar is going to be moderated this time. I want to introduce my colleague uh, from Kinexus, Clint Corley. He is an enterprise account executive. Um, at, at the company. And um, Clint, I think you have a question for Jess as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Mark. Yeah, Jess, a- A3s are a great way of thinking through problems, but are there are they appropriate for every scenario we may face or are there some general guidelines that we can follow for when to actually go and use them?
1: Yeah, that's, that's a great question, Clint. So I would say there's kind of a problem spectrum. So on one side of the problem spectrum, you really have your just-do-its. So you know what the solution is. You can go out and implement it. You've got a history of having done this before. So an example would be we know 5S is a great tool for making our workplace um, more efficient and organized. So we're going to go do 5S on this piece of equipment. Do you need an A3 for that? Probably not. Um, On the other end of the spectrum are projects that are very data-intense, very analytically-focused. For example, you're trying to optimize the scheduling of two presses based on your, your customer workload and product mix. You can kind of use an A3 to help guide that process, but you're going to be doing a lot of data analysis that's going to require some separate documentation as well. An A3 may or may not be appropriate for that. So you've got these problems that are kind of in the middle. So they're scoped appropriately, right? We know we have, we're working on the most important or the, one of the top prioritized problems right now and we know that we can solve it within a reasonable amount of time. So we're not trying to boil the ocean. We're not trying to get our defect rate from 79% down to 3%, right? We wanna reduce it by 25%, something like that. And what's really key for this approach, Clint, is that we don't know what the solution is, all right? So we're not gonna have any preconceived ideas of, you know, here's how we're going to fix this problem because the A3 is an investigative tool It uses cycles of experimentation to find what the solution is using this guided structured process, if that makes sense.
0: It it does. Absolutely. Thank you so much.
1: And I'm going to ask one other question before we
0: wrap up here. I I can't help but noticing, you know, when when people talk about the phrase Toyota business practices, I, I find it interesting that they didn't call it Toyota problem solving practices or Toyota improvement practices, I mean, I'm curious, what are your thoughts on on that, that emphasis on Toyota business practices?
1: Yeah, that that's a great question, Mark. And I've often reflected on that, especially while I was at Toyota. I was thinking, you know, Toyota is all about making things simple and eliminating waste. And Why not just call it a free thinking, right? Why Toyota business practices? And the reason I think is because The A3 problem solving is more than a tool, so it's a almost a way of life, a thought process that really permeates everything that Toyota does. So, for example, if we have a new product um, launching, a new model launching, we'd have a strategic A3 around that model launch that's slightly different than a problem solving A3. So I think that's why they call it Toyota Business Practices, because it's more than just a tool. It's, it's a culture of thinking around a certain discipline structured process.
0: Well, good. Well, thank you for uh, sharing your thoughts on that and for giving us a preview of the webinar. Again, I would encourage listeners to go to www.kinexus.com slash webinars uh, to sign up. It's going to be held February 8th. If you can't. Join us live at 1 o'clock Eastern. I'd encourage you, register anyway. You'll get a recording um, sent to you the next day. Uh, the webinars uh, end up on our YouTube channel and the audio can be found in our podcast feed. But I hope you'll register and join us live. You'll be able to ask questions uh, that Jess uh, will answer at the end of the webinar. So uh, again, uh, or one other thing I wanted to mention is Um, Jess's website, um, you can go to www.yokatenlearning.com. Jess, is there an easy mnemonic, or I guess it's just a matter of how to spell yokaten for people? Um, How how can people find your site?
1: My husband has asked me about three times to tell me the website name again. So it is a yokaten is a Japanese word that kind of means spreading good practices. So the way I think of it is Yoko so I think of Yoko Ono so Y O K O and then 10 so the the number 10 T E N Yoko 10 Y O K O T E N learning
0: Yoko 10 and Yoko Ono no relation to Taiichi Ono we're really geeking out now
1: but... I think I think um her name's missing the h so I'm yeah. thinking there's probably no relation
0: <laughs> Yeah So um I want to thank you again uh, Jess and and Clint thank you in advance for um, hosting and moderating. I think this is going to be a great webinar. I'm sorry, I won't be able to attend live, but I will be checking out that recording. So again, go to www.kinexus.com slash webinars. Thanks.